Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. I am your host, Jack. And I am your host, Christina. And this is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. And so, because of how absurd and baffling some of these ideas are, and we've been going on a spiral that's been months at this point about the sea people and adrenochrome, and now we've even gotten so far that we're... Uh, fuck, we're gonna have to start looking for... The Philosopher's Stone? The, yeah, the third missing Philosopher's Stone. Mm. But anyways, um, because of how long this road has been here, and it's so many episodes that if somebody were to jump in suddenly, it would be an absolute fucking nightmare to keep track. Mm-hmm. It would suck. It was such a fucking long series that I figured... It makes a lot of sense to make a summary episode to catch people up. It's not going to be super granular because it's absolutely too much. It's it's a lot of episodes. How many episodes has it been so far? Who the hell knows? What? Many. Too many. Mm-hmm. But we can summarize all the important points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I figured that's what we do and then create this summary episode. Okay. And where do you start? Well, as it stands. By the way, that's probably going to be the name of this episode. As it stands. <laughs> okay. We would have to go all the way to the beginning of seemingly time based on everything we know. This is all chronological as far as we know. Oh, okay. Okay. So a chronological retelling of the universe leading up to the most recent moment. We begin at Elfame, and I believe the goal is to get back to Elfame. So let us commence. All the way at the beginning, a creature named Mab, within the first realm named Elfame, creates the Shadow Realm through unknown methods, presumably the sciences of Elfame. Yeah. We don't know if Mab is the only one of her kind, if she is the gaudiest of gods, or if she's just one of many from her tier in Elfame. She could be one of many, who knows? And considering... As above, so below, it's likely that she's just one of many. But for the sake of our understanding, that's where it begins for us and everything we know of, because we can't trace anything beyond But she's the top in um, Elfane. Yeah, she... Well, we don't know. We don't know. Oh. Queen, but that assumes that maybe there's a king? Oh. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Now, in the Shadow Realm, a creature named Yaldabaoth is put in charge of the Shadow Realm. And that creature then creates Earth. Mm-hmm. That is the order of the three realms. Elfame creates the Shadow Realm, the Shadow Realm creates Earth. Okay, she did not create him. He just was a thing in... Presumably she created him. Or he is, I don't know, he could have been a product naturally. Yeah. Okay. We we don't understand his origin. There's no nothing told to us about that. But could be. He could... Uh, now that I think about it, there was no direct he was created by her. Mm-hmm. He's just in One charge day. of. All right. Because maybe, you know, who knows? Giant epic battle over billions of years led to him being on top. We Probably. have absolutely no idea how long the periods of time are between these points. Mm-hmm. It could be infinity's worth between Mab creating the Shadow Realm Mm -hmm. and then Yaldabaoth creating Earth. It could have been infinities. We have no fucking... What what does time mean in the Shadow Realm? Oh, besides her making the Shadow Realm, she also made other things? Or was that after he made Earth? What do you mean? The other three goddesses that then went ahead and created life and all that? I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea what. We don't know what order those events happen in. We know she made a bunch of shit, he made a bunch of shit, and we are where we are. Okay. Okay. We're going to call him Yalda, because it's shorthand for saying his long fucking name. Yalda has a child with a djinn. He names the child Sizen. Mm-hmm. 
Now, life takes its natural course on Earth for billions of years. 14 or so odd billion years go by after Yalda creates the Earth realm. 3.3, now we're entering where we can start stamping things. 3.3 billion years ago, Yalda goes into Earthrealm and tinkers with the genetics of developing Earth species. What? Science-y. Mm-hmm. Going and exploring, experimenting, poking things around, and being like, hmm, what can I do with the things that are going on here? Mm-hmm. Using gene manipulation, he alters it so, that to, so as to speed up a specific developing race's development. And advancement. So, you know, get, get fast. I'm bored of seeing the same primitive shit. Yes. Dinosaurs Which, for God knows how long. See people, question mark? Presumably, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 2.5 million years ago, the first tools are developed by these creatures. Mm-hmm. 2.1 million years ago. Yalda reveals himself to three members of this altered species located within what would later be known as a Persian Gulf oasis. Okay. One of them was named Eloi. Which is very important. Yes. Now, this is interesting because there's a very similar uh, uh, Jesus structure that's happening here, right? Not Jesus structure, but like Jehovah revealing himself. It seems like a lot of the things that we consider Jehovah did mm-hmm. is not things Jehovah did. No, he's just based off of these much more ancient stories. Yes. It seems that there's a lot of conflating Eloi and Jehovah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they kind of did a lot of the same things, but not to the same people. And so it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, we have, we the sea people have these recorded stories of LOI, mm-hmm. and they get lost and refound by other people, and they see Jehovah doing identical things. They think Jehovah is LOI. LOI has to do with alchemy, though, right? He's the alchemist? Everything apparently has to do with alchemy. Okay. But. but- Yes, I guess so, because that's where we, we would be going towards next in a couple of lines. Um, let's see. Yalda gifts the Shadow Realm to his son, Sizen. Okay, okay. And Yalda informs Eloi of the existence of the Shadow Realm. And the origins of Eloi's species. I altered you. I created how you are. Mm-hmm. Then I allowed you to evolve. And also, I come from a different place. I made this universe you exist yes. in. I come from a different place where different things happen. Unlike anything you understand. Mm-hmm. And then... No, I'm, try- I'm trying not to get these stories confused. But he's not the one that he takes to the garden. That's the next step. Somewhere down the line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yalda does not go with Eloi to the garden. Okay, that's Sizen and... That's Sizen and Eloi. That's Eloi? L is short for Eloi. How is he still alive? I thought that was another guy. No. That's him. No, these are. this is what's weird about this instantaneously. This is why these are immediately not humans. Okay. The giant gaps of time happening with Eloi instantaneously tells you they are they're living an absurd amount of time i thought l and is like someone in his family or something like yeah i guess if they work still similar to humans because we don't really know what they what their lives are like this is an interesting point you're bringing up because maybe i guess maybe right but no the problem we're talking about is that even if that were the case we're still talking of an absurd amount of years and the same name. So even yeah. if we were to say LOI is not L, mm-hmm. then this guy still lived like 300,000 years. Like, it's still That's ridiculous. still too much. You okay. know, it's still like, yes. whatever, it's probably him. Okay. It's still like, between just Adam and Eve is 50,000 years. You know? Like... It makes no sense. It makes no I sense. 
but we know that these things were modified by a deity of some sort uh-huh. or not a deity that's just the way we would look at it but the the, the scientific leap between that shit and us yes. is so colossal it's godly uh-huh. and it gets you get altered into this immortal thing so two million years ago that's the point where things get interesting because Eloi meets Sizen. Mm-hmm. And then Sizen tells El of the Forest of Shadows, of which El already knew about the Shadow Realm. And it, there's, I still have no fucking clue how Sizen and El meet in the first place. I just know they meet. And they venture to the Forest of Shadows in the Shadow Realm. It has to be through his father if he knew him. No, because when Yalda gifts Sizen the Shadow Realm, he just dips. Which is another weird thing. Where the fuck does he go? I don't know. But it's not like he... Like, we don't know what that means. He could have left him things. He could have told him what he was doing and then left. Because what's the chances of him running into the same guy he was messing with? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. There's a huge gap of information there. Yeah. Like, how? Why? What? You just came across the son of a... But, like, I don't even know. Why would your son be interested in this guy? There's something There's missing no there. Yeah. There's something missing there. There's a reason. There must have been an intent behind Sizen and El crossing paths. Mm-hmm. Arguably both sons of Yalda. In different ways. Okay. One literally birthed. And one scientifically The other created. one scientifically created. Yeah. But both, you could call them brothers at this point. Okay. From Actually, that's an interesting way to look at it. Brothers from different realms. Mm. Huh. So Sizen tells El of the Forest of Shadows and they venture into the Shadow Realm to visit. Sometime after an unknown amount of time, El acquires the Fruit of Knowledge and begins experimenting. Mm-hmm. We no longer have Sizen mentioned here. And he's not for a while. In fact, we discovered Sizen much later. Mm-hmm. Without knowing that him and L interacted in this manner. So, 156,000 years ago, the Philosopher Stone Adam is created, presumably, by about six, uh, using six primitive creatures from a new developing ape species. Wait, the story of the people who are protecting the Guardian on the actual earth realm when how old are those stories that's way in the future from this point oh okay that has nowhere near happened yet Mm. so 156,000 years ago the philosopher stone adam is created from about six members of an ape species so presumably they're sacrificed Mm -hmm. by l and he's using the fruit of life some fragment of this fruit quote, fruit, it's, I mean, they literally talk about trees, so I'm not thinking it's a metaphor. It's literally some sort of fruit or something. because the tree does sound pretty magical if it's really connecting two realms. Two realms. Or maybe even three. Yes. We don't even know. There's already something weird about these trees to begin with. Mm -hmm. And using this fruit of life, he creates the Philosopher's Stone Adam or using Adam and the fruit of life, the Philosopher's Stone Adam and the fruit of life, he creates the primitive human species. That is an unclear first problem we come across. Did he require the fruit plus the sacrifices to create the Philosopher's Stone Adam, or did he use the fruit plus the Philosopher's Stone Adam to create the first set of life? Unknown. Okay. Don't know. Then, a hundred thousand years ago, El acquires the fruit of knowledge. We face the same problem. Did he use the fruit of knowledge plus 50 million, roughly, Mm -hmm. primitive humans to create Eve? Or did he use Eve and the fruit of knowledge plus 50 well, I guess Eve would have been made from 50 million sacrifices. So did he use the Philosopher's Stone Eve plus the fruit to make modern-day humans? Or did he use the fruit to make Eve with the sacrifices? 
So I don't know. In both cases, we don't know which the fruit was used for. Mm-hmm. Was the fruit of life used to create Adam? Or was the fruit of life used alongside Adam to create primitive humans? And then one generation later, was the fruit of knowledge used to create Eve? Or was it used alongside Eve to create modern-day humans? I think, in both instances, because you don't need the fruit to create the Philosopher's Stone, I think in both instances they were used alongside it. Yes, I guess. Unless we ever written about using it to make... Which isn't. Now, in the magnum opus, it does show up. The the fruit of life Mm -hmm. does show up, but it's not included. It's discussed as a separate thing. Oh, okay. So, based on that logic, we should assume it's used in conjunction, not to create it. Yeah. Okay. Which would say six sacrifices of this ancient hu- ancient ape species are used to create Adam, and then the fruit of, no- of life plus Adam equals primitive humans. Yes. Somehow. Yes. And then 50 million of that primitive human is used to create Eve. Mm-hmm. The Philosopher's Stone Eve. And then Eve and the fruit of knowledge are used to create modern humans. Yes. And then is Jesus the next step? Right? That's mm. so far. That's so far. Okay. I don't know. These timelines are crazy. We're talking hundreds of thousands of years ago. Okay. Hundreds of thousands of years ago. Then we go to about 50,000 years ago. Modern-day humans begin to develop language. Mm. Mm. Okay. It's been 50,000 years since the alteration was made with Eve. And the modern-day humans were invented. Now, we're no longer doing millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years gaps. These creatures are moving even faster than the sea people did. Ah, okay. Mm. Think about it. It was millions of years before... 14 billion something. Hmm. Hmm. It was 3.3 million years when uh, Yalda first genetically modified the apes. How long ago? Or not even apes, whatever species they were from. Uh, 3.3 million years ago. Okay. Let's see. Yes, 3.3 billion years ago, actually. Holy fuck! When he, Jesus Christ, 3.3 billion years ago, when he first went to alter the genetics of this developing species, and then 2.5 million years ago, the first tools were developed. Those are the sea people. Think of the giant gap of time between those two points. That's that's pretty huge. So it took them a while. Took them a while, while. But then it took us from being created... 100,000 years ago, only 50,000 years to get to our tools and language. Huh. We're better. We're better. I mean, that's the point, right? 40,000 years ago, Mab sends Naga to any and all rapidly developing intelligence civilizations. So now the settlements are spread out throughout the world because hundreds of years passed. And these are the snakes? These are the snakes created by Oros. Okay. And so all the seemingly faster developing groups mm-hmm. have one Naga somewhere among them that is eventually going to attach itself to whatever fastest developing is happening. Mm-hmm. And now we start entering more modern situations. 12,000 years ago, Jehovah descendant of Eloi, of the sea people from the Persian Gulf Oasis, appears in the Shadow Realm, requesting passage to the Forest of Shadow. Who? Jehovah. Okay. What? Yeah, that's when he goes and he gets the fruits. Oh, okay. I thought that already happened. No, that was For Adam and Eve. Oh, okay. No, now Jehovah's the one showing up. Hmm. With like a note or something, you don't remember yeah. that he had some data that said, "Oh yeah, th- this stuff exists here." And Susan had already placed because of before Jehovah this other guy, the judge. The judge, yes, the judge of the 
humans and shadow people. Later, yeah, later the djinn. Mm-hmm. He went ahead and crossed and then alerted Sizen, which decided I need to put some guards here. Now, the judge is an interesting situation because that happens roughly around the same time, right? The judge comes first 10,000 years BC, mm-hmm. roughly 11, and crosses into the Shadow Realm. Uh, brother of Inanna tells Inanna of his ventures through there. And he begin he you know the jinn know they find out that he's a judge and they're like oh yeah we need somebody to kind of do that for us as well and uh, Inanna gets curious Inanna goes and she traded places with she tries the fruit though first ah gets enlightened becomes obsessed with the shadow realm frequents it and then know uh, gets to know Ixel Ixel the prodigy botanist from the shadow realm. And her get close and then decide to swap places after trading a bunch of stories. And then Ixchel lands in Maya, where later she will pair with... Some Egyptian guy? Um, I mean, uh, Egyptian. Uh, Mayan, you said? E- Mayan. With a Mayan, Itzamna. And they do their own weird stuff? Yes, they join. They become part of the Earth Gods, which we will get to. Mm. So yeah, 12,000 years ago, following the interactions with the Judge... Um, Jehovah, a uh, descendant of Eloi, goes into the Shadow Realm requesting passage to the Forest of Shadows, where he then collects all three fruits. Okay. 8,500 years ago, Mananan is sent to the Isle of Man to lead a team of researchers into the proclaimed fairy trees. Okay. Which, knowing Jehovah is a... Now, these timelines now suddenly make a lot of fucking sense when you put them back to back like that. Mm. Because 12,000 years ago, you have Jehovah who finds the... The trees in the Shadow Realm? trees in the Shadow Realm. And who knows how long they've been looking for them. Because the judge already theorized they come up somewhere else. Okay. And then Jehovah shows up looking for the fruit. And then a couple of thousand years later, oh, we finally tracked them. Okay. But before he took the fruit, he already had the ones for Adam and Eve. That already happened, right? Yeah, that's way in the past. Oh, okay. Hmm. I wonder if the fruit somehow helped them find the the Earth Realm version of these plants. Fascinating. Fascinating. Because they already used it for what we believe they needed the fruits for anyway. So why did he come back for more? Well, that's an interesting question, right? We know that how the garden is spoken of suggests that these philosopher stones have remained with the sea people this entire time. Mm-hmm. And we originally figured out before half of this shit that one of the main purposes was to protect Adam and Eve. Yes. And the fruit. Mm-hmm. So all of this is in the lab named the Garden of Eden. Yes. So why he did he need to get more fruits if they already had the fruits that they're protecting? Why did they need more fruit? Probably to find. It must have somehow helped find the actual fruits. I mean, plants, I guess, on the Earth realm. Because they don't really say how they found the Earth realm version of it. No. It would be weird that they just happen to know. That's another huge gap, right? We have no idea what specifically took them to the Isle of Man where the fairy trees were. We mm-hmm. just know that they do, and they put Manan on there. Yep. Which happens after he goes and sees those trees himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. There's mm-hmm. something there. Those mm-hmm. fruits are guiding us somewhere. 6,000 years ago, the Isle Imain Albach, close to the Isle of Man, a sea people settlement and then city is established near the Isle of Man where Mananan begins to live among other sea people. Hmm. Hmm. That's to help with research, presumably. Mm-hmm. 5,100 years ago, the sea people share their knowledge and technology with the developing civilization of Egypt. Cool. Mm-hmm. The Egyptians build a research team known as the Sun Gods with the intent to research teleportation technology, massive energy harvesting, and energy storage. 
And they also work with the Shadow Realm, besides the Sea People. Yes, they have uh, members that are part of, that came from the Shadow Realm. Mm -hmm. And they have members that came from, uh, they have each, it seems that every structure of a team, the best, most highly developed groups of people are Earth Realmers with Shadow Realmers with a Naga. It seems yes. that every single one features that, including the sea people who are Earth Realmers. Yes. With... It seems like they got the knowledge from them. We don't really know if they're, like, they're on their, like, physically they're with them, like, the Shadow Realm people. It just seems yeah. like they're giving them what they need to figure out whatever it is they need. Wait, who's on what with the what? The sea people. It doesn't seem like they have an actual member that's physically there helping them out. Yeah, they do. We established this. They do? The Lilith. sea people? Lilith? Oh. Jehovah, Lilith, and the serpent, Naga, named... By the way, I found the fucking name of this thing. It's called Nahas. But they're, those people are in the garden. They're not out in the world helping people. That's one research team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not in a... There's not one in Egypt. Is there a sea person hanging out in the Egypt team? Oh, well, no, because... They just pass them the knowledge. Well, no, no, no. You're you're discussing the sea people not thinking of it the proper way. Don't think of the individual species of the individuals. Think of the realm they come from. That's more important. Because the features are the same across the board. The... Mayan, the Egyptian, the Sea People, which are just one city worth of people, all are an Earth Realmer, an Elfame Realm member, and a Shadow Realm member. That's where it gets interesting. The Naga are from Elfame. The in the whichever race they might be from come from the Earth Realm, and they all have a Shadow Realm member with them. Okay. All three are featured. So it's not important that they're sea people. That just happens to be where it began. Okay. Because even when we think of the sea people, we go far back enough and we end up at an L with Sizen. Mm-hmm. So it's already two. What's weird about that is one of the big questions, where is the Naga? With Ellen Susan? With Ellen Susan. But we also don't know if Ellen Susan ever did any sciencey stuff together. Because the moment that L gets into sciencey stuff, Susan isn't mentioned anymore. Hmm. Interesting, no? Yes. I don't know. But you would think based on the pattern, L, Susan, and Yes. Sunaga. Hmm. Maybe there was. And there's some story behind that, but it didn't end well. Yeah. But as far as the sea people, that part is less important mm-hmm. when it comes to the individual groups. Because what matters to these groups, as far as we know, is that it's a fairy realm member, an earth realm member, and a shadow realm member. And that seems to be a feature in all of the highly advanced ones. kind of makes no sense that it's a fairy realm member because it seems like they're trying... I don't know... It seems like they're trying to get to the fairy realm, but it also seems like the fairy realm leader is trying to stop them from doing so. But they're also but pals to, with the well, fairy. To, here's here's what I will say. If you look at the timeline, one, there's no proof that they're trying to get anywhere yet. And two, Mab send quite a while ago, 40,000 years ago, she sends Naga to any and all rapidly developing intelligent civilizations. That's before any form of technology allowing anything impressive has even begun. She has no idea yet. Mm. Okay. You see? Yes. So it's like, she still doesn't know. Mm. There's nothing to be fearful of. But it seems so far, Earth, Fairy, and Shadow Realm all working together Every advanced civilization has a shadow member, and every research team has a shadow member, and each advanced civilization has a naga. And for a reason, we have no clue. We have no clue. About we can what? just guess what they're trying to do, what their yeah, end we have goal. No idea. What is the end goal? 
there's just so many experiments. Yes, a lot of and weird they, experiments. We're trying to like put them together somehow. They fit together. Yeah, there's a puzzle, and this is all without talking about the fact that there's many structures of abandoned civilizations and abandoned structures from successful civilizations around the old equator. We're not, again, we're summarizing and jumping through what matters, mm-hmm. but those were all in theory failed experiments that were to build a puzzle that didn't make it into the bigger plan. Yeah. Those are a bunch of uh, sky maps and compasses and sundials and studies of different portal technology, including things like Stonehenge that appear to be some sort of failed portal things. And it's like there's a lot of experiments that are just discarded. Mm-hmm. A lot. From civilizations that would later make it anyways. But something about them was irrelevant because now nah, you're not going to. You're not serving the purpose. Hmm. All put around the old equator. Why is that important? Why is that important? There's so many questions that we can't answer. So crazy. So we got Mananan around the... 6,000 years ago, Mananan around the freaking... The island, the Isle of Man at their individual island of Imain al-Bach. Then 5,100 years ago, the sea people start sharing their knowledge with the Egyptians... And the Egyptians begin to work on teleportation technology, massive energy harvesting, and energy storage. And what? They all have a Naga, a Shadow Realm person, and an Earth Realm person. Sounds like they want to do some space traveling, but who knows? The sea people around this time build the Palace of Alcaraz in the Persian Gulf Oasis. They've been in the Persian Gulf Oasis, but now they're establishing a different, complicated specifically described as a complicated underwater metropolis with intent to conduct comprehensive research in secrecy. Mm. 4,500 years ago, the Greek, unable to replicate the Philosopher's Stones or locate the fairy trees, stumble upon the concept of adrenochrome and proceed to experiment with that instead. That's when they create that monster? No, that's not even the Greek. Oh, okay. What do they do with that, then? They create what the people of there get to know as the Greek gods. Oh, okay. Which are just a bunch of super jacked up humans. Yeah. Okay. Bunch of lunatics. They also have Naga. Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Any advanced group of people has Naga. And they're just jacked up and hopped up on shit. On blood and fear. Blood. Mm Mm-hmm. 3,500 years ago, the sea people share their knowledge and technology with the developing civilization of Maya. The Maya build a research team known as the Earth Gods with intent to study data storage and portal technology. And they do love those portal technologies. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. It gets complicated, man. And we enter into 2,100 years ago. Mab grows fearful of the rapidly developing technologies of the intelligent civilizations across Earth, Realm, and Shadow Realm, and directs teams of elves to venture near every advanced civilization and assure they do not develop technology that could threaten Elfame. But what examples of that have we seen? Huh. 2,000 years ago, Jehovah's research team consisting of the Naga named Nahas and a jinn named Lilith artificially inseminate a volunteer sea person named Mary using the fruit of life, the fruit of knowledge, the fruit of flesh, and the two philosopher stones, Adam and Eve. Now, first major absolutely plot-destroying question is... What the fuck, there should be a third Philosopher's Stone based on what we understand from the previous ones. If we were just to follow pattern. It maybe doesn't need one, but if we were to follow the pattern, 1,500, uh, 156,000 years ago, the fruit of life plus the Philosopher's Stone Adam equals the primitive humans. 100,000 years ago, the Philosopher's Stone named Eve... Mm-hmm plus a fruit of knowledge equals the 
modern day humans. So if we're going to create the next thing, where is the next philosopher's stone that we're using alongside the fruit of flesh? Unless that's why we're using the other two philosopher's stones. Because they can't make a new one. Or they don't want to. or maybe It would be crazy. It would be crazy. That's a lot of dead people. But it happened before. Or would it That's have to way be more. more? That's way more. Because here would be the idea, right? We have Adam made from primitive whatever. <laughs> some primitive apes equals Adam. And some primitive humans equals Eve. So use these two existing stones and don't make another stone? And is that why the product isn't perfect later, as we will establish in a moment? And so Maybe. we do need a third stone, but this was trying to do it without having to do that? Maybe they just want to limit... Like, maybe if they did do it perfect, like, if Jesus was perfect, then it would ha cause them a lot of problems as well. It could, because how do you stop them, though? If exactly. you were to go rogue, then what? Exactly. So, until they have some kind of solution, maybe he was just a test. Fascinating. I... I like that you said that, and that is a point that we're definitely going to have to revisit in a bit. Yes. Because, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Good, good feedback. I did not think about that at all, and that makes a lot of fucking sense. So, they go ahead and make, and artificially inseminate Eve with the three fruits at Eve. Mary with the three fruits mm -hmm. and the two philosopher's stones. And then that leaves the first big question, where is the other Philosopher's Stone? Based on what you just told me, perhaps there is not even a third Philosopher's Stone. We wouldn't need one yet. So, through the course of Mary's pregnancy, people around the world begin to have visions of a child throughout all parts of his life, including being in the Palace of Alcaraz in the Persian Gulf Oasis. Immediate problem. Yes. If the point of the Palace of Alcaraz was secrecy, and people are literally seeing in their heads where this place is. Purpose defeated. And they go. <laughs> so they this go. becomes a concern to the sea people. Mm -hmm. Because of attempting to keep everything and their technology and their research a secret. So they devise a plan to solve the problem. Which is kicking Mary out. But not really, because no. they, they care about her still, I yeah, guess. she is one of them. Yeah. So... The goal is, Mary is to leave the Persian Gulf Oasis before the sea people evacuate to a new undisclosed location. Mary is to travel to the island of Cyprus, where a teleporter and escort will be waiting to take her to Mount Athos and from Mount Athos to their new home. She is to leave the child at Cyprus. Mm. He can be raised by those people and most likely there are Magi who will stay there forever. With the child. But she doesn't really do that. Well, she doesn't make it. Mary is dispatched with a Magi escort known as Joseph. Mm -hmm. Along their journey while approaching Nazareth, a conflict made a conflict made crossing too dangerous, and Mary and Joseph were obligated to redirect. In avoiding the conflict, they end up in Bethlehem, where Mary gives birth to the child that they named Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The sea people, within this time, within the events of Mary evacuating, they also evacuate the entire Persian Gulf Oasis and move to the Atlantic Ocean where they establish their new home in Atlantis, a.k.a., as we now know, Elysium. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yes. Where is that? Who the hell knows? We just know the name. Both names, I suppose, but we don't. We know that there is a trail there, but it also goes so deep into the ocean that we have no technology that allows us to go that deep. Yes, we've never been down there. Weirdly enough, there's a stone path leading from Bimini. Who the fuck knows how it was constructed long as fuck ago before technology existed, as far as we know, which is like a good argument for like, yeah, they're down there. Yes, the fact that there's a stone road just straight into the fucking Bermuda Triangle in the depth of the ocean that we've never devised technology to go deep enough into. Just happens to be a stone path going until we can reach and then beyond. Sweet. Not sus at all. Not sus at all. Just some shit that's there and then we're like, no, we've mm. always been the most advanced thing. Mm. Like, bro, then how the fuck did that get down there? Mm. 
Unless the water level has raised infinitely. And, like, that was just dry land before. That's crazy. But, like, where the fuck did all the water come from then? Yeah. And if it's like a meteor, why didn't it destroy the planet? Mm. Simple. Okay. The sea people extract Mount Kaf, which is an access point and portal between Maya, Egypt, and the Palace of Alcaraz. An anti-magic barrier is established around Mount Athos to prevent elves and elf-fame individuals from passage. Important, they're trying to protect themselves. Three additional Magi are sent to Mary to assist her in watching over Jesus and assure that he never reaches the Sea People, as well as suppress all knowledge of the Sea People, including the origins of Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. Now we're entering into more recent times, the 30s. The 30s? Okay. Yeah, year 30-ish. After Jesus began to be known by those listening to his message and those having visions of him, the Magi needed to begin a suppression effort before Jesus exposes the truth. Problems. The Magi communicate with two of Jesus' closest friends that later Jesus himself labels as fucking traitors, which are John and Peter. Mm -hmm. John is enlisted to create a false narrative of which he failed the first time, which is where we got John's secret writings or whatever the hell. And Peter is enlisted to create the uh, Catholic Church in the name of Jesus. Okay. Jesus was not down with this. Jesus was a freaking Jew. But they were like, yeah, yeah, Jesus wants us. And the narrative will remain that way. They have successfully adjusted it so that the Catholic Church believes Jesus is the establisher of that. And most of the world believes okay. the Catholic Church is the only church Jesus has ever established. But who is whose plan is it for Jesus to die young? Is it Jesus? Is it the sea people? Is it something else? So they come up with a plan. And the plan is basically to establish this church and shut Jesus the fuck up. With murder? It seems it's it's it was probably the sea people, yes. Okay. They were like, this kid's become a problem and we didn't want it to get to this, but damn. But also you created a monster with a bunch of exaggerated powers and you offed him and all he did was come back. Yeah. So what? that's where the interesting part you're talking about immediately comes in. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to add a control mechanism because if something goes wrong, then how do we stop it? Well, it's already out of your control because you killed him and he just popped up again. Yeah. Yeah. Not only was he far ahead of you in that he could just land in the Shadow Realm after you killed him to shut him the fuck up, but he's also so intelligent and wields Shadow Realm powers that he somehow figured out how to build Shinto gates and walk right back. Yeah. Damn, bro. You guys fucking created a monster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. um, They tried to solve it. They did. They thought they had... I'm sure they thought they figured everything out before actually making him like, okay, we well, got No, I'm thinking this is actually where you're correct and the lack of a third philosopher stone was to avoid making him perfect because they hadn't figured it all out. Oh, okay. Because so if they, were they a little did, bit winging it, but they were really curious. They were really, really, really Science is problematic. Exactly. <laughs> like Tom York's song Dreamer suggests Science is going to be the fucking death of us. And we're going to dream beyond our control. Mm -hmm. And that could, in theory, be what Jesus is. Yes. A really, like, come on, they actively refuse to complete it into perfection. Because what if shit goes wrong and then instantaneously shit went wrong? Yeah, it was probably way worse than they expected for something that's not even perfect. Yo, the kid's not even born yet and now people just know where you live. Yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah. Because with just Mary, what they made was kind of crazy. At least compared to their evolution, our evolution was ridiculous. Yeah, it was fast, fast. So, of course, the next step would be, whoa. Yeah. A blink of an eye, pretty much. Which is what's happening with Jesus. Jesus, Exactly. The exponential growth understanding and level up this kid went through a million to what were we we're talking yeah we're talking three billion years billions to millions right yeah then we come in 
from those that took the the sea people took billions then the primitive humans took millions Mm -hmm. then our humanity is only taking thousands and And then then jesus was 30 years before he became fully aware of his capacities yep it was like 30 years from billion yeah from birth to oh shit i got powers yeah. was only 30 years yeah. and then it's like oh shit get in contact with this niggas friends get in contact with his uh, everybody everybody close whoever the fuck is around this motherfucker we the way need everyone was dreaming about him maybe he could also dream about them like how did he know about the shadow realm i guess is my thinking yeah nobody told him no one told him. He but also, we out. know that people who drink adrenochrome can hear the voices of creatures from the Shadow Realm. Oh, yeah. He is made of the Shadow Realm. He is just in commu- They can't ah. control it. He's just in communication with shit over yes. there. Yes. Okay. As his abilities developed and grew and got complicated, mm-hmm. he's just connecting and talking to these motherfuckers over there. Yes, but and we don't know if he has any connection to the fairy world. We have no idea. As far as we know, he doesn't. No. Yeah. Which, luckily, those restrictions were in place. Yes. Because that could have been even more problematic. If he has that level of power, then how do you stop him ever? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Problems. For days. 30 years, bro. That's it. 30 years. From billions to 30 years. Yeah. So... We establish John, he's going to start making lies. And we get Peter, he's also going to start making lies, but he's going to do it in an organized fashion. The guy writing, I've been with Jesus, and the guy like, Jesus told me to make this church. Okay. Mm -hmm. Additionally, in secrecy, two plans are established. One, we got to kill Jesus. They did, without knowing, you kind of succeeded too well. And he just pops up again, because he was also still connecting and discussing, he built these bridges and walked right back in. Second, the Knights Templar are established in secrecy a hundred years after Jesus is born. Mm-hmm. And their entire job is to eradicate all information on Jesus Christ and push a new narrative about his existence. Now we're making leaps. 600, the 600s. Greek scientist Zosimos discovers the magnum opus within ruins along the coast of the Persian Gulf oasis, and in it are the instructions to creating the Philosopher's Stones. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Although unhappy that the sea people refuse to share their technology with them, the Greek are obligated to establish regular resource trades with the sea mm-hmm. people via regular visits through Mount Athos. Yes. Where they get to see unicorns. Yes. Which is actually where this began for us. Mm-hmm. 900s. Vikings discover the uses of adrenochrome and proceed to experiment. Thus leading to the Norse. Overpowered individuals. 1100s. So the 1100s. Now the Knights Templar become a publicly known group and their methods become ruthless as opposing information on Jesus Christ continues to be pushed by smaller groups and presumably Jesus somewhere hiding amongst them himself. When do we get to, I don't know if it's, I guess after this, the Jesus attempt that's... Still getting there. Oh, wow. Okay. Actually, now is exactly when what you just mentioned comes in, which is the 1500s. Oh, okay. Rabbi Leo, in the attic of the old new synagogue, succeeds in making a golem named Joseph with abilities identical to that of Jesus Christ. One he could control and deactivate, but this golem could come in and out of the, the shadow, shadow realm. realm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm. Oh. Maybe he was the better version of Jesus, because he seems like he is what they wanted. Something that they can control, and Jesus, this definitely was not that. And also, everyone was dreaming about him. Like, there's so much bad. There's a lot wrong with Jesus. Jesus, but this golem thing seems like exactly what they were aiming for and did not get. 
Well, like presu- they were way off the mark. Presumably, the idea of making Jesus was because we need him to be biological so that we can then alter ourselves to match whatever composition he has, which you cannot do with this golem. Oh, okay. They'll never be able to do no. what the golem does. Yeah. Mm. They can control the golem, but they can't emulate the golem. Yeah. Oh, interesting. With Jesus, you have your own DNA. Yeah. And with the golem, he was created most likely from a shadow realm creature told this guy how to do it, right? Or yeah. something like Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just... instructions that he used. Um they they did they performed the weird they, they had weird rituals to begin with. With blood. And, yeah. And they began to hear the voice, presumably, of a god question mark. Something from the shadow realm. Yes. Now here's what's interesting about this. Here's what's very interesting about this. If you remember the sun gods, there is a traitor amongst them, Abraxas, who yes. stole the data and dipped into the shadow realm. That happened way, way, way long ago. Mm-hmm. Before the birth of Jesus by quite a time. Thousands of years ahead. Mm-hmm. Maybe this same individual, which is one of these overpowered, immortal-like ancient Egyptians. He's into science, as we can tell. Is who was talking to this individual. Mm. Alternatively, it could have been Jesus himself. Yes. It's just something from the Shadow Realm talking to them. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it's a shadow creature. It's just something in the Shadow Realm. It's a direct connection with something because of their rituals. Yeah. And they gave them the instructions on how to create this golem that then had the ability to come in and out of the Shadow Realm. And then something weird happened with that golem. Yes. But that happens no time soon. Because after the golem's creation, we skip forward to the 1760s. What? Where a Greek merchant named Antonio Dracos is handed alicorn by a Russian named John, claiming to have gotten it from Mount Athos. Mm -hmm. What a wild adventure. (laughs) He goes on a crazy fucking adventure where he just... People just find out about this thing and a war breaks out between Russia and Turkey. Just trying to get it. Murder everywhere. People trying to get to this guy. He establishes a school in secrecy and gathers together the most elite scholars to study this thing. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work out. Eventually he fucking dies. Even though it's supposed to keep people living forever or something like that, everyone that gets its hand their hand on it somehow dies. Like dies. it's kind of weird. But okay. Now here's a thing. We're assuming that a unicorn is in fact a fairy and not a sea person experiment. Because what really is up with unless it's not a here's he would be the other argument. Mm-hmm. They do have the fruits. Maybe they're making a crap ton of experiments, bro. Yes. And the unicorn is just some fairy magic sea person experiment. Yes. Because the fruits relate to the fairies somehow because the trees are called fairy trees, even though we don't know how they're related to the fairies, but yes. Which is one of our main questions. How are the fairy trees made? Yes. And your theory makes a lot of sense. Is it buried fairies? Which I think there's something in... No! It can't be. No! Well, I don't know. Because you use the Philosopher's Stone plus the fruit to create people, but you don't need the fruit to create the Philosopher's Stone, so you can use a Philosopher's Stone that bends reality to perhaps kill a fairy, which should, in theory, not be able to die. Because you're bending reality, the Philosopher's Stone can kill a fairy. Do you think the Philosopher's Stone could kill a fairy? I think it can make life, and I think it could take life. Huh. It is, as the magnum opus describes, a thing that allows you to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. But and- it doesn't mention... Fairy murder, does it? No, but it breaks the laws of nature. Oh, okay. And if nature suggests that fairies cannot die, then, with a philosopher's stone, can you kill a fairy? Which would then create an interesting argument. If L got into the forest of shadows where fairy trees already existed, and he was told about the shadow realm by Yalda, and he was and he get and Yalda gifted Sizen 
the Shadow Realm. What was Yalda running from? Why did he disappear? Second, did Yalda make the Forest of Shadows? You're thinking he killed some fairies. I'm thinking he killed fairies. I'm thinking Yalda has a Philosopher's Stone that he made in the Shadow Realm. Hmm. I don't know, because... I when Sizen, the son of Yalda, considered the god of death. Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, okay. Who died? Did fairies die in the Shadow Realm? I don't know. Did fairies die? How was the stone made? How was the stone made? Is the original philosopher's stone made out of a mass grave of jinn? Wait, the original as in Adam, or you're saying there's no, one before No, there's the one Adam. before him that Yalda had billions of years before even El existed. That made the sea people. No. Well, maybe. Well, because shit, did, maybe. That was the first thing he did. He made human. I mean, he made the Earth realm, and then he messed with Oh, something. shit, that checks out, doesn't it? Oh, fuck. Yeah. That makes perfect sense, actually. So he already had one, and then he killed fairies with it, most likely. And then made the forest, and then came and made the sea people with this primitive, ancient, outdated version hmm. of a philosopher's stone. Okay, maybe. Holy shit. Maybe. I don't know, but it sounds right. <laughs> Whoa. It matches everything. Yeah, if we were to follow a pattern, mm-hmm. then yes. You made life with the philosopher's stone. Because that seems like how it's done, yeah. Interesting. Which, in theory, could be how he killed fairies and thus made the Forest of Shadows. But he's not the one... Yalda. Yalda made the Forest of Shadows. But he's is he the one that's called the God of Death? No, Sizen is. Sizen, okay. But Sizen didn't make the Forest of Shadows. He was no. also curious about it. But he was handed this by his father, and everybody knew that guy. So presumably they were both referred to as the God of Death. He's uh, the son of the God of Death. Yes, yes, yes. And since he's in charge now, he's also the God of Death. Okay, yes. That makes sense. But his father's the one who sacrificed many jinn, hence earning a name, mm-hmm. the God of Death. And then he created this primitive philosopher Stone, and then he used that philosopher Stone to kill fairies, and created the Forest of Shadows, and then that, maybe that allowed him to create Earthrealm as well. Yeah. Maybe the fo- killing fairies in the. Killing fairies, burying them, not only brought the tree, but it Everything. created some other thing. Yes. Elsewhere oh. that he then used to create Earthrealm. Okay. Mm. And then he went to Earthrealm to mess with what was there using the Philosopher's Stone that he used to kill the fairies. And then he made the Sea People. And then okay. the sea people made the philosopher's stones that allowed them to make us. Because how did they get it? Yes. I feel like there is something there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can look into that. There might, but yes. how the fuck? The problem is the further back we go, the less information we have. The less. Yes. Somebody needed to mention loosely something. Because yeah. now we're getting to beyond any anything written beyond any. Like, this is just a line or a sentence or a picture at this point yeah like that's far far back Mm. of course narratives do make it through time so who knows 1820s two greek uh record keepers also have somehow come in contact with alicorn and claim it also came from mount athos Mm -hmm. 1880 Shortly before the old new synagogue is renovated, three Maji visit and leave shortly thereafter. The golem is then reported missing. Another weird question. They showed up with six boxes. Yes. And they left with six boxes and not big boxes buried the boxes and then they buried the boxes in a weird formation and dipped yes except it doesn't make sense comparing the size of the golem and the boxes right no it makes absolutely no sense the boxes were absolutely tiny they're about a square foot each the golem was fucking huge it was like 20 feet tall hmm i don't know 
Of course there's a connection, but I don't know what it is. Some things are just weird questions. Yeah. 1984. The tanker war begins. Over the Persian Gulf, disguised as a trade route war, secretly attempting to take ownership over the waters of the waters over the Palace of Alcaraz at the Persian Gulf Oasis. Mm. And one of the most recent events, 2001, an unknown group uses the United States government to organize the collapse of the World Trade Center in an attempt to create a philosopher's stone by sacrificing over 2,000 modern-day humans. Which would make a nice philosopher's stone. Which would make a pretty nice philosopher's stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That brings us essentially to the modern day. Yep. So there's still philosopher's stones being made, maybe? Yes. Well, there's... Yes, likely. There's another example of a possible attempt to create the philosopher's stone, and that's the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Allegedly oh. dropped on Hiroshima. How many and people then there's died? I don't have any clue. That's a really good question. It's 140,000 people. 140,000 modern humans. Hmm. Damn. Okay, so here are our arguments for this. These the contrast between these two situations. You go ahead and you bomb 100,000 modern-day humans. You sacrifice them and you get one Philosopher's Stone, right? Mad sacrifice, you get one philosopher's stone. That's a pretty hefty philosopher's stone. But when we're talking about the World Trade Center, we're talking about elites, right? Maybe a lot of those people had access to adrenochrome. So we're talking about beyond the modern. We're sacrificing enhanced modern day humans. So with less, you get more done. Would that make sense? Less? Because they all got icker. Okay. And so you don't need 100,000. So the argument is, we're over here talking about philosopher stones, but how many are there by now? If all of these major events are the creation of another one, then there are fuck ton. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum dozens. But how important is that to them? When they also have, like we said, Iker and the well, other ones. Well, it's very different. Because there are the people who are addicted to these substances and must rely on them, and the clever individuals who create the Philosopher's Stone don't have the addiction and can still have all the benefits as well as do much more. Mm. Somebody on Adrenochrome cannot create life. No. Somebody with a Philosopher's Stone can. But why are they making life? Or they, That's not their goal, the people that are doing No, this. there's just way more abilities. You're thinking mm. way too narrowly. There's way more abilities to Philosopher's Stone. The point isn't literally making life. It's yeah. the fact that the Philosopher's Stone can do way more yes. by miles mm. than Adrenochrome can. Mm-hmm. And in theory, a Philosopher's Stone will allow you passage into the Shadow Realm without you having to die. Okay. Mm. Which then brings up another interesting question. What? Did the Jews have a philosopher's stone? Thus, Joseph the Golem was possible. Were there other parts involved there that we're not aware of? Well, no, because then they themselves would have been able to answer the yeah. shadow oh. No. Then they didn't. That means that more than... So, wow. Either way, right? Because it took... The sea people, how long first? Billions of years for a Yalda to get a Philosopher's Stone. Then millions of years for the sea people to get Philosopher's Stones. Mm-hmm. Then just fucking no time. We, we just, thousands of years, boom, we got Philosopher's Stones. Now we can just make them casually. We figured it out. Yes. 600s. Uh, um, Z- finds the instructions to do it. Now, in modern day, we just casually sacrifice mass groups of people and make Philosopher's Stones. All the time. 9-11, Hiroshima, whatever the hell is happening in Iraq and Iran, Afghanistan, all these places that we're just mass killing. For the people who don't have the instructions of, on how to make Philosopher's Stones, mass breeding grounds for adrenochrome. Yes. There's a lot going on. Shortcuts. Yeah. If we don't get the adrenochrome, we're going to figure it out anyways. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like the island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that catches us up. 
to the modern day. That's a nice summary of what's happening. And there are still questions. But what's interesting here is, one, Jesus was... There's probably no third philosopher's stone in the making of Jesus. Maybe the intention was to limit him, and he's still out of control. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's interesting. Second, that's clever. I didn't think about Yalda having his own philosopher's stone, but it makes sense. Why are there trees connecting two realms unless those trees were part of the making of the other realm? It was just two realms for who knows how long. And Yalda sacrificed a bunch of his own, had overpowered abilities because of the stone he got from it, killed some fairies with it, made the forest. The forest somehow gapped into another bubble dimension, and he established Earthrealm in that. And he looks like a god because of all that. Mm -hmm. Which... Makes me wonder about Meb. What's her name? Mab. Mab. Like, what is she doing things like this before any of this happened? Like, like how did she create? We, yeah, the, that's another thing. The further back in time in our own realm we go, the fuzzier. Because where are we getting the data from? Yeah. And then as soon as we, even like modern day, we just think about the Shadow Realm, our best examples are very, very, very recent of creatures that come through in mass events. Or mm-hmm. it just gets fuzzy quick, quick. Yes. And then we have nothing on Elvain. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of question marks surrounding a lot of this. Mm-hmm. We don't know a crap ton. No. But that's all we do know. That's all we do know. And that's a lot. That's as it stands. So that's uh, the summary. For anybody, I think I'll call it the summary because it's more helpful. <laughs> what were you going to call it before? As it stands. Well, as it stands. Okay. Maybe it's as it stands, the summary. Is that too complicated? I don't know. I mean, not too complicated, but too long, you mean? Yes. Or how do you... What about the summary as it stands? Oh, yeah, the summary as it stands. Fair enough. (laughs) Whatever. Some (laughs) variant of those. Yeah. Anyways, that's for anybody new strolling through who wanted to not have to go through a thousand million episodes. Just like like 15 to 20 episodes of this crap right now. Just kind of piecing this mess together. Mm-hmm. So here is a solution for that, and now you don't have to go back through all those you hours and hours. And you should, if you want details. There's so many details so missing. Many. So much crap is missing, and like how the Greek get involved and all of their creatures, and the Norse and all of their creatures, and the details about these Greek uh, record keepers, and all the crap that happened around Antonio Drac. That's probably one of the most interesting messes. If you want real detail, Antonio Draco and the entire clusterfuck of shit that happened around that guy. Mm-hmm. The schools he established, the people that died around him, the people that tried trying to get to him, all of the above. Anyways, if you guys come up with anything, find anything, you do research, and you have tips to give us or directions to send us to let find us more information, let us know, yes. Um, you can let us know on all our socials at Just Convo Pod. That's on X, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And tell people about the show. Word of mouth is tell very important. Tell everybody. Because we're uncovering the truth mm-hmm. in this absurd mess of crap. Absurd. This has been The Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye! The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.